Hello, everybody, and welcome to Conviction, where we feel a conviction to discuss questions and topics surrounding church, culture, ministry, and just general life as a Jesus follower. My name is Caleb. And my name is Parker. And today, we're talking about when should you practice spiritual disciplines? When should you practice spiritual disciplines? Now, really quick, just to help frame the context a little, spiritual disciplines There's a number of them. Um, They could be viewed just through like the very base thing of maybe like prayer and fasting, reading your Bible, practicing Sabbath, that sort of a deal. Um, There's a couple of books that have been written that have been pretty influential or very mainstream in outlining themes with spiritual disciplines such as sacred rhythms and stuff like that. But ultimately, spiritual disciplines are practices that have a rooting in scripture that help us to be nearer to the Lord. So when should you practice spiritual disciplines? Parker, do you have any initial thoughts to kick us off? Yeah. Well, so, uh, well, my immediate thought is, well, we should just do them all the time. Uh, that's my, that's my hot take. Um, that being said, there's a little bit more nuance to it. Like there are some spiritual disciplines in the Bible that are, you know, like the, the time frame in which you do them or like how regularly you do them, it's going to be different. Like you're not, and granted this, it depends person to person, but one person may not fast every week. Yeah. You know, it could be a seasonal thing or like, depending on where they're at in their life, they feel like they need to fast. Now it's in the Bible, so we should still do it. So if like you're not fasting, you should probably work it in at some point. Yeah. Uh, but like, it's not going to be, well, again, it's very individualistic, but like something like that's not going to be as prevalent or probably shouldn't be as prevalent as like praying and reading your Bible. Yeah. I would say most likely anyway. Uh, so, uh, to answer the question, when should we do, uh, practice spiritual disciplines? Um, I don't know. Like, it's one of those things that's like, depending on what it is. Yeah. It no, just totally. depends, I guess, is my answer. I think we should do them. Yeah. I don't think there's a time we shouldn't do them. Mm. Yeah. That's what it kind of boils down to. I just don't think there's a time that we shouldn't be practicing spiritual disciplines. I don't believe in the, like, I'm taking time for myself attitude as an excuse uh, to not be doing spiritual disciplines. Yeah. I'm all, I'm really tired from religion. Yeah, so I, I need some time for me and then I'll get back into this whole thing. Yeah. yeah. At, at least if you're not doing stuff like for me, there's a lot of times like I am really not doing a good job reading my Bible very, very consistently as I have in the past. Sleep deprivation and having a baby is not helpful there, True. I will say. I'm just going to take responsibility for that, though, yeah. and just say, dude, I need to be, be better at this. I'm not going to say, oh, yeah, I'm blaming the baby for yeah. this. You know, it, it It's something that, regardless of my season in life, like, like realistically, my relationship with God should be the most important relationship in my life. Yeah. 
And like, if we were to look at our spouses and like, just be like, Hey, I need to take a break from you. Cause the season's really rough. Yeah. I need some time. I need some time. I that some, wouldn't I, go well. I have some other people, some other resources that I yeah. think are going to help me rest more than you. Yeah. I'll be back one day. Cause I know you're the best thing for me, but yeah. That'd probably be a so, swift slap to the face. That's my initial take. No, I think that makes thoughts? sense. Uh, I think you should walk into your child's room every day and point at them and say, you are making me not be as close to God as I should be. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Side note, side note, my child has pray- made me pray a lot more, to be Which honest is awesome. with you. It's pretty cool. It's very good. Yeah. Um, no, I think, so my thing with spiritual disciplines, which hear me in this first and foremost, and I don't want to be misquoted or misunderstood. So first and foremost, spiritual disciplines, yes, they matter. Yes, they matter. Yes, we should do them. Yes, there are things we should participate within. Um, for myself, I think like the primary quote unquote, I guess like tenants or disciplines we should have would be like, we should be reading our Bibles because we want to hear what God has to say to us. We want to know more of God and of his word. Uh, We should be praying and talking to God. We should be practicing times of rest and Sabbath um, on a regular basis as a sign of dependence to the Lord and showing that we are going to be obedient to what he has called us to and all of that. Um, like those are some of the main ones. Like I also do think fasting should be a regular thing, whatever regular looks like to you. But regular, I would say at least should mean like once a year at the like absolute minimum. Um, if you're not fasting at least once within a year, I just think you need to kind of check yourself for like, well, when will I fast actually? Right. Cause a year is a long time. Um, but all that being said, I think there is a tendency for people to make spiritual disciplines this mystical opportunity to grow near to God through obedience in spiritual disciplines. Okay, so what do I mean by that? Because all of that sounds like stuff people would say like, yeah, that's the point. So yes, practicing spiritual disciplines will bring us closer to God. Spiritual disciplines are not a magic formula to have a relationship with God, though. That's that's the nuance. Does that make sense? Yes. Expand on that. Why do you think that? So, so uh, this is uh, I. I'm trying to think about this on the fly. Just because two plus two equals four. Okay. So two plus two equals four, right? That uh, unit of addition equals that. The outcome, no matter how you go about solving two plus two equals four, does not mean the method in which you added those together, like you have two apples and two apples and you put them together and you say, now I have four apples or on a piece of paper, you wrote two plus two equals four, or you went and you ended up having like your fingers and you did that way. The methodology to get there, yes, led you to the answer. But the methodology did not dictate what the answer would be. Correlation does not equal causation. Yeah. So with spiritual disciplines, there is a reality that yes, they will lead us to be closer to God if we are practicing them with the right heart. There are people at times who equivalent, I think, 
spiritual disciplines with God. Like I practice this because I am like, it basically becomes this practice I must do to be with God. And it almost becomes this almost like magic formula of if I practice these ancient spiritual disciplines, I will now be closer to God than I previously was. But it's only through those things. Like it almost becomes, uh, I think there's times it almost can become like a, like I have insider language or knowledge type of a feeling where it's like, oh, you just, you don't practice these things that I practice. I wish you could know God as good as I do. Yeah, yeah. So there, so it's, it's a, it's a, it's it's a very delicate balance. But like you're saying that, like I think we would both agree you can have a relationship with God without spiritual disciplines. Sounds to me like that's what at least is a base. Yes. So this obviously is- I, I'm going to continue, but like base. You can have a relationship with God, a basic relationship with God without spiritual disciplines. Sort of. Sort of. I don't think you can have a good relationship with God without spiritual disciplines. Yeah. I don't think only spiritual disciplines will bring you into a relationship with God. Yeah. I think chances are, by osmosis, like you'll probably form one just because the Bible is the written word of God, but like... Well, yeah, but like if you have people that look and say like, oh, we should practice fasting because it's a spiritual discipline. But if you're not practicing fasting for the purpose of being nearer to God and showing your dependency upon him to be able to grow closer to him, well, then why are you fasting? Right. Right. Like so fasting becomes the point. Yes. Like silence and solitude. If I spend time, if you spend time in silence and solitude and fasting and taking a day off to rest a week and maybe you go around your day and you have thoughts of mindfulness that you are sharing and speaking out and that sort of a thing, you are voicing need and that sort of a thing, you will probably walk around feeling as though you are a better person because they are innate disciplines and practices that help us to be a bit more centered as people and human beings. Yeah. But again, that does not mean that you have done so out of the heart of a relationship with God. And so there's times again, and so again, don't hear this as me saying, I think spiritual disciplines are bad because I would deny that. I do think they are good. I think there are times that we end up saying, when should we practice spiritual disciplines all the time? Because they are the most necessary thing in our life. I I get that, and I understand the heart behind what's being said, but they are not the Savior. They are not what's going to keep you walking with Jesus. They are not going to or going to even keep you at the end of your like at the end of your rope. They're not going to be the thing that can save you and that sort of a thing. Um, The way I would think about it, even is comparing when you read in Scripture between Paul. And James, when it comes to their theology of like salvation, right? So quick summary thing, Paul is very specific that he continuously speaks to the reality that we cannot be saved through our works. We are saved through just the work of Christ on the cross. Yeah. But then you go to James and you end up seeing him say, if you say that you are saved, show me your works though. Like, show me the action of what you are doing. Now, they're both talking to different contexts and that sort of thing. They're trying to prove a different point. What you're seeing here is, yes, you are not saved through your works, 
but a byproduct of your salvation will be the good works. Right. So the intent behind the action has to be right. You are not doing something to gain something. You are doing something because you have gained it. Right. So with spiritual disciplines, my thing when it comes to this conversation that I hope people are able to process and think through is yes, practice all the spiritual disciplines you want because you know you have a relationship with God. Because you know that you have this relationship and you want the most of it. Don't practice them because you think it'll earn you one with him. Like I don't think being a stoic person that denies yourself and does all these things that now you will make God appease. No, no, no. This is out of the heart of what God has already done for you so that you can grow closer to him, but he is still close to you. Does that make sense? Yeah, I agree. Um, oh, dude, I totally had a thought there. Um, yeah, like it's, it's so, it's tricky because it's like one of those things that can so easily become like a pride thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and almost unintentionally so. Like, um, uh, yeah, it's just something that you can really easily fall into. Like, I, I feel like this is very similar. I feel like a lot of times we treat God as if it's like, I think it's just because we're human and we're so simple-minded. But like, like, it is just a formula and it is just a list of check boxes that we need to check. But like, I think we don't, for some reason, I feel like we have a hard time visualizing it and actually getting that it's a relationship. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like if you like throughout all you saying that I was thinking of this, like if let's say you were trying to, you and your, your spouse were trying to get closer to, to each other and grow your relationship with each other. Uh, you could, there are things you can do to help with that. Like, let's say you don't regularly date each other. Then you don't go spend time intentionally each other dating each other. Um, like, you can schedule dates and you can schedule time. But if you're not present during those dates, yeah, it's not going to help. If you're on your phone during the date, it doesn't, doesn't matter. Sure, you got food and, you know, like, but it, it's like... The deal is that you you didn't talk, you didn't like at the end of the day your relationship is no better than where than before. It wasn't like a moment of connection. Totally. You know, so it's like I think we um it's it's such a tricky balance because you can you can very intentionally place these these spiritual habits, these spiritual disciplines in your life and incorporate incorporate them into your uh, into your life and into your, um, uh, routine. But like, if you are just doing them just so that, um, it's kind of hard to say that, like, I'm trying to figure out a phrase that's right and where it makes sense. It's very easy to do spiritual disciplines so that you will be closer to God. Mm-hmm. It's, it's out of a desire to, just like that, I know I'll feel better if I'm closer to God. Or that, like, I don't know. Like, there's there's a, a way of looking at it where it's just that I know I'll be in a better place if I'm looking at, 
if I'm closer to God and it's very like, there's a way of viewing it that's kind of self-centered in a way. Yeah. I don't know if I'm, I'm, I'm making sense, but if your pure desire is just to get to know God. Yeah. That's a different story. Totally. You know what I'm saying? Am I making sense? I don't know if I'm making sense. You are. You are. Like, even with, with your analogy, let's even back it up a level. Like, you end up having... Um, so, there's two examples we could use. Uh, <laughs> let's say... Let's say every single week. Well, I'll just use myself. Let's say Caleb. Let's say Caleb's not married. Let's say that I go every single week and I start buying... I buy myself two movie tickets. I go to the movies. Not with anyone else, but I bought the two movie tickets. Uh, I go out to a fancy dinner afterwards. I go to that dinner. I end up ordering two meals, sit down, eat it. I'm laughing at my jokes and things like that in the corner. Uh, we go, I go and I buy two coffees, uh, like three mornings a week, sit down at the coffee table, go through, drink the coffee, all that. Then go dump the other one out. Cause I wasn't going to drink that. Cause I'd bought it for somebody else. And uh, I go on walks and I'm just like randomly going on these walks and things. And at the end of the day, what am I doing? I'm going on dates, but no one else is there. Right. I'm doing the practice. You're setting doing, the stage for the other person. I'm doing the boyfriend things. Yeah. Going on these dates. I'm doing all the things that I, girls, this is what you said you wanted me to do, but you're not here. But I'm doing the things now. Then again, like with what you were saying, let's even then say. Now this is this is just to show a ridiculous example. This is not to have it be an odd thing to talk through. But let's say then there's like a guy that goes, and he's like, "You, we're on a date right now." Brings a girl with. They barely know each other. They're going on these dates. Mm -hmm. Sure, relationship might ensue. Or it's really creepy and weird. Why? Because there's not relationship, but there's the action as if there is. Uh -huh. So even like, let's say for me and Sierra, right? We're married, obviously, all those things. But let's say uh, we had dated for a really long time. And Sierra kept kind of being like, man, can we get married? Can we get married? Can we get married? But I'm a really good dater. I've taken her on a lot of dates. We keep going on dates. We're at this point of nearness and closeness. She's like, why can't we just get married? And I'm like, oh, I'll just take you, to, I'll take you to Applebee's tomorrow. Don't worry. We're going to Space Needle next weekend. It'll be great. And I just keep avoiding it. Why? Because I'm doing all the things without the depth of relationship. So it actually feels uncomfortable for her. She's like, what is this? We're doing the things, but there's not this relationship. So again, when it comes to spiritual disciplines, and uh, really quick, I'll just say, there might be people listening where you might just say, oh, this is semantics. Like, this is just walking in circles. But it does matter. Our intent matters when it comes to things. And it might be such a simple thing as what is your intention. But if your intention is wrong, then you will end up doing all of these things for a relationship that was not genuinely built upon relationship, but rather was built upon an exchange of good feelings and for you to feel as if you were close to somebody. But rather, if it was built around relationship, it becomes the things that are going to help you have a lasting stay in your relationship with God. Like for me and my wife, for me and Sierra right now, we've been in um, a, like uh, four years We've been married. Uh, since we got married, we've gotten to go on one actual like vacation vacation, and it was our honeymoon. So we're going on a cruise at the end of this month. 
It's been four years. We're going to we're going on a cruise. Her family's going to be there. It's going to be a great time. Um, we're also going to have a lot of time where it's just the two of us, just really enjoying getting away together for a week and that sort of a thing. Can I tell you that the reason why we haven't had to have a ton of vacations, although yes, maybe it could have been beneficial. Like money's been tight, finances, timing to get away, things like that. The, all those factors have piled up. We've been good though. Why? Because there's a relationship there. So we have the relationship and the staying power to make it through a season when all the extra frivolous things have not been able to be there that can be fun. So guess what? In your relationship with God, it's like you were just saying a little bit ago, you just had a kid. You're tired some days. Life happens. And you have a desire to get back in your word, to get back in your which is great, which is good, which if you weren't saying, I'd be like, hey man, that's good, but, right, type of a thing. But you're looking and you're saying, hey, I want to do this, but life is happening right now. But guess what? You have a nearness with God that helps you to stay faithful and helps you to stay close. Why? Because you did the things beforehand. So when it comes to spiritual disciplines, again, my thing is do not find a methodology that becomes your saving grace. It's the same thing for people who maybe are dealing with just anything in life that has a lack of discipline and stuff like that. Systems are very good and they are very helpful. But if you do not have a why behind that system that is greater than the system you are doing, then the system, whenever it breaks down, will not have staying power. It won't have time to fulfill through the gaps that may happen. And so again, it's why, like that's even in some ways, like our podcast title, Conviction, it's not practical conversations with Parker and Caleb. It's conviction with Parker and Caleb because we are talking about having an actual things we just care about. Like at the end of the day, almost anything we talk about, why are we talking about? We just care about it. Mm -hmm. There's a why behind this. And so spiritual disciplines, when should you practice them? Well, if you are wondering right now, when should I practice? Just do it this week. Just do it. Because if you're asking, when should I? That's great. You should just do it now because they're good. Take time. You know the one I'm the worst at? Silence and solitude. I hate it. I hate it. I hate silence and solitude. Why? Because when I'm left to my thoughts, I don't like them very often. And so I need to get better at practicing that. Why? Because I need to surrender that to God and take that time. And when should I do that? I should do that this week. You know what, Parker? I'll take by next week when we record. I need to have spent 15 minutes in silence and solitude. That's what I'm going to commit to right now. It's not a lot for me. That's actually a ton though. And so If you're asking, when should I, but also right now you might be asking yourself, how could I do that? How how could I take time to have silence and solitude? Man, I'm just scraping by financially. Having a full day off would be really, really hard right now. The spiritual discipline of Sabbathing could be difficult. Do not hear condemnation right now. And don't hear like, well, you should just trust God more and that sort of thing. Hear, go to God, talk to God and say, God, Help me to rest. Help me to honor you to the best that I can. God, help me to find the time when I can at least rest and Sabbath and be intentional. But again, why are you doing it? Not because you have a checklist of things that are going to make you closer to God, but because you want to be closer to God, so you do these things. Does that make sense? Yes, that makes sense. Cool. Yeah, I think... Uh, um. I think another thing about spiritual disciplines that I'm I'm very guilty of uh, is that like we um, when it comes to how we uh, our relation our relationship with God and like if we think about it in terms of like 
what periods of time are we inviting God to be a part of our lives? Like for me, I'm very guilty of like, okay, even if I have a set of spiritual disciplines in place, you know, and I, I'm going strong. I'm very regular with them. Great. That's awesome. There's been times where I'm like, realistically in my relationship with God, I'm like, all right, God, here's 15 minutes. Go ahead and talk. You know what I mean? Like I, uh, this is something that I've, I'm pretty convicted on and I need to work on and I'm terrible at this. I am a constant listener. Mm Hmm or a constant consumer of content, whatever that looks like, yeah, whether yeah. that's like listening to podcasts or listening to YouTube videos or whatever, I'm constantly like taking that in. Yep. Can you imagine like, like if I take 15 minutes to read my Bible that I, I don't want to do math right now to figure out what percentage of my waking hours that is, but there are so many more available hours that God could be trying to say something yep. like we can't just like, we can't just rely on spiritual disciplines to um, to be the only window where God moves in our lives. We have to like, like, yes, it, it's a foundation upon which like it sets the stage for a relationship with God in our day-to-day lives. But like, that's not the only time God wants to move. Yep. Anyway. That's important. I think so. Well, good deal. We're convicted about it. We are just a little bit. Care about it. Well, and th- with that in mind, I think that's a good spot for us to maybe pause this conversation and maybe we could have a follow up episode at some point where we can maybe talk through some of the spiritual disciplines that we enjoy practicing the most and engaging with the most. Uh, hey, if you would like to hear that, maybe you could DM us on Instagram and let us know yeah. at the Caleb and Parker podcast on Instagram. That'd be awesome. But with that being said, everybody, again, do not hear this as us saying spiritual disciplines are bad. They no. are good and they serve a purpose, but they need to be done with the right intent behind them and that sort of a thing. And so we hope this encouraged you guys today. We hope you enjoyed this conversation. If you enjoyed it and you want to share it with a friend, that would be so appreciated. Make sure to leave a rating and review if possible on Spotify and Apple. We appreciate it so much. Follow us on Instagram. Let us know any conversations you want us to have. And uh, with that being said, my name's Caleb. And my name's Parker. We'll talk to you guys next time. Thanks.